23. Psalm 23. Praise God. Ooh, I can sense the anointing in this place tonight. Mm-mm-mm. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your spirit. Glory to God. Well, I'm going to teach for a little while, and then the young people are going to come in. God, it just impressed upon me that He has something for you tonight through the laying on of my hands. And uh, I kind of just uh, sensed in my heart to, to kind of make it like a buffet. What, what do you need from God? What do you need out of me that you could, lay, you could have hands laid on you and receive it? Maybe you need healing for your body. Well, just take it. Maybe you need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. I have a ministry along that line. Didn't ask for it, but glad to have it. Eight, nine, ten, you know, oftentimes I'll lay my hands on ten people, let's say, to be filled with the Spirit. Eight of them instantly, without any aid or help, begin their filled with the Spirit and speak with other tongues. Not bragging on me, just bragging on Jesus. And I've kind of been stirred, even a little bit mildly corrected, that I haven't been as vocal about that consistently enough lately. Uh, anything you're not using gets dull. And so, praise God, uh, maybe you need to be filled with the Spirit. Maybe you need to be filled with the Spirit again. Amen. Yeah, amen. That's a scriptural thing. But maybe you need a deliverance. Maybe you need to have something knocked out of you. Maybe you're just with all the stuff going on in the world, you just feel weakened yeah. mentally, emotionally, spiritually. So listen, whatever the greatest need is, praise God, maybe it's... God would have something that would further you in your ministry, your anointing, your calling. Come on. Amen. And, uh, but uh, praise God. So, you know, in these Wednesday night services, I have been talking, as you know, about three things. I've been mentioning every service, three things that I'm convinced as a pastor, as a man of God, as a believer, that in these times we're living in, that if you don't want to become a Christian casualty, you don't want to become a you only end up on what Brother Hagin called the junk heap of life. Amen. There's a lot of Christians right now today on the junk heap of life. The junk heap of ministry. They didn't make it. They're casualties. They're alive. They're functioning. But they are not in the will of God. They're not thriving. You know, if they are, you, you know, oftentimes we're described like in Psalms 1 as a tree planted by the, they're wilted. They got wilted, withered branches. You know what I mean. I don't want to end up like that. And, uh, well, there's three things, uh, three areas of the Christian faith that I believe you're going to have to really develop skill with and, and really even desire to, to gain mastery of. One of those is the faith life. We've been talking about the faith life. You know, uh, using your faith that you got from God when you got born again to manifest the promises of God that are in the Word. Amen. Number two is living in the center of God's will. Now, I know you're not me, and, and I don't have this massive platform, but I have enough of connections with the body of Christ around to see probably a view that you don't get to see. And it's just amazing. The churches that are folding, whole churches that are folding, they don't exist anymore. Pastors that are leaving the ministry, pastors who are sick, uh, believers who are dying. I'm telling you there's a shaking going on, and there's a judgment in the house of God, and and, and, and some of that is people reaping finally what they sowed. We're not excited about it. It's just a spiritual law. Uh, other of it is because they're not, they haven't believers, churches, they haven't mastered the faith life. They're not living in the center of God's will. 
Satan has an open door. It's not God, but Satan has an open door to steal and kill and destroy. And he's doing that in great measure. And as your pastor, I don't want you to be that person. You know, I don't, I don't want to bury you before your time. You know, I'm going to tell the truth at your funeral. I'm not going to speak ill, but I'm, I'm going to be as positive as I can be, but I'm not going to lie. And so it's a weighty time out there, isn't it? Uh, praise God. And so the third thing was being led by the Spirit. Being led by God. And that's what I want to talk about. That's what I want to teach you on a little bit tonight. Would that be okay? And so, uh, praise God, in Psalm 23, you know this, right? This wonderful, wonderful psalm. It says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, I shall not lack. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Now notice this, He leadeth me. Everyone say that, He leads me. That's what I'm going to entitle this series. He leads me. You should say that. He leads me. You may not feel like it, but you need to say it. It'll help you to say it. Why don't you go ahead? He leads me. The Bible says He does. I don't care what you feel like. Right? He leads me. You know, if you ever find yourself in life in a green pasture, it's because He led you. You didn't find it on your own. You didn't bump into it by accident. You know, nobody stumbles into the perfect will of God. It never happens. You're, never, you're not that, you know, uh, special. You're not going to accidentally find the center of God's will for your life. If you're not uh, pursuing it and seeking it and taking steps toward it, amen, you're not there. And so, you know, it is impossible in my view uh, to ever, ever arrive at the God-ordained finish line for your life. You know, we talked about Sunday, you have a race to run. Hebrews chapter 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 9 talks about our calling as a race, right? And every race has a finish line. You've got to get to that line, you've got to get to that mark. Paul was able to say, I have fought the good fight, I have finished my race or run my course. And, you know, people have picked that up and, and anytime someone dies, they say, well, they religiously say, well, they finished their race. Well, <laughs> no, they just died. Unless they have diligently lived their life pursuing, seeking, following, then perhaps that's true. But for a Christian to break over into heaven, leave their body, break over into heaven, because they arrived at the God-ordained mark for their life, you've met an elite person, percentage-wise, in the body of Christ. And if you think you're on course for that, great, but take heed, because Satan's out to divert you. Satan's out to blunt your progress. If you think you're standing, that's wonderful, but the Bible says take heed, you that think you stand, lest you fall. Yeah. Amen? Amen? So notice it says, He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He, here it is again, He leads me in the paths of righteousness for His namesake. Yea, though I walk 
through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Now why? Because I'm not there by myself. I'm not there by myself. Glory to God. I will fear no evil. Why? For you are with me. You are with me. Your rod and your staff comforts me. And then it just goes on. Praise God. And so we want to live in these last days in green pastures. We want to walk beside still, peaceful waters. And when we find ourselves, like now in our nation, in a dark place, in a dark valley, we want to know that He's leading us still, even in that moment. Especially in that moment. So you could go over to Romans uh, chapter 8. And uh, I know that this is very, very much review for many of you, but for some it's new. And uh, I've met many a frustrated believer and Christian in my day because they don't think, they don't believe that they ever hear the voice of God. You know, I've heard that, I don't know how many times I've heard that. Pastor, I, you talk about hearing from God. I don't think I ever hear from God. And I just want to uh, help you tonight if I can to let you know that you're probably being led or at least you're probably receiving leadings. I don't know what you're doing with them. But you're receiving leadings probably more than you might think you are. And that would be in great encouragement to us, I would hope. And so, praise God, here in Romans chapter 8, of course, I'm going to verse 13. I'm leading into verse 14. And uh, praise God. That is, why did that say that? Okay, praise God, that makes sense. Revelation, that's not Romans, is it? <laughs> like the 12 verses? No. Okay, here we are. Amen. Praise God. Verse, uh, uh, now get, get your Bible out if you're out there online. Follow along with us. Verse uh, 13, for if you live after the flesh, you shall die. I like that. Not only, you know, because it's pretty bold, isn't it? If we live our lives according to, that's what the word after means. If we live our lives just according to the natural, death awaits. Now, not just physical death, but you've got to think about this. All the forms of failure out there for humanity await the believer that lives their life in the natural alone. If we live after the flesh, which includes the mind, right? We, could, we would not be unjust to the meaning of this scripture to say, if you live according to your thinking, if you live according to your reasoning faculties, if you live your life according to your mental capacity alone, death awaits. Amen. But if you through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Now, we were just in uh, Psalm 23 talking about Jesus being our shepherd and He leadeth me. Well, where is Jesus today? That's exactly right. He is in a resurrected, eternal glorified body seated at the right hand of the Father. He is here through the agency of the Holy Spirit. You understand that? And so 
how is our shepherd going to lead us into these green pastures as New Testament Christians today? Through the agency of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And so you've got to be a person of the Holy Ghost. You've got to be a person of the Spirit in these last days. You, you know, religious Christianity not going to get you to the finish line. You need an experiential Christianity, not a theoretical one. You needed to have an experience with the third person of the Trinity. Amen. You know, He's in you. When you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, He took up permanent residency within your spirit. What's He doing in there? Is He just hitchhiking a ride through life? Or are you making Him a part? Are you experiencing? You have a divine, eternal being living on the inside of your spirit, which is divine and eternal. It ought to be making a difference. And yet most Christians today, glory to God, I'm sad to say, wouldn't know the Holy Ghost if He came in in a clown suit with a red hat on. They would not know the Holy Ghost. Now, isn't that strange? That they're totally unacquainted with the very one that's living on the inside of them. Amen. And uh, so we don't want that to be our experience. Notice, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are... Or they are the sons of God. Sons of God is a reference to our position in Christ. In redemption has nothing to do with gender. So all the ladies are sons of God just as much as I am. It's a positional term. With our standing with the Father. Amen. It goes on and says, For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, for you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself, now, uh, egregious mistranslation. New King James gets it right. The Spirit is not an it. The New King James corrects it and says, The Spirit Himself. The Spirit Himself. Now, notice what He does. He bears witness. He bears witness with our spirits that we are the children of God. Glory to God. Well, how does the Holy Ghost lead us? You know, when people say, I never hear from God, I think that what they're saying is, I don't hear a voice. I don't hear a voice. So they have put God in a box. We've not been sufficiently trained. They have their their perception, their understanding about a leading from God, they've got God boxed in. They're expecting to hear something. And I have, and maybe you have, and there is something called the voice of God. Amen. I had a, I cried. I just had this wonderful uh, moment in conversation the other morning with the Father. And I'm hearing him, not audibly with these, but I'm hearing words in English, the, the authoritative voice of the Holy Ghost in my spirit, echoing in my heart. I could quote what things that he said. And that's wonderful. And the voice of God rarely, very rarely, probably won't ever happen in your life, but it could be audible. God could go, hey, and everybody in this voice, everybody in the room would go, whoa, wow, what was that? God said, hey. And, and these ears pick it up. 
But see, if that's what you're tuned into, you're on the wrong frequency. He, uh, Romans 8.14, Romans 8.16 are huge, huge verses for those that want to develop skill in being led by the Spirit. The number one way apart from the Holy Writ that God is going to lead you is not through a voice. The daily flow of how God's going to lead you through life, in every situation, big and small, is not going to be through words you hear. So if that's what you're listening for, no wonder you seem disappointed. So let's, you okay? Let's take a look at this for a moment. Amen. And so notice what it says in verse 16. Well, let me go back to verse 14. Verse 14 lets you know that if you're born again, if you're a child of the king, you have a right to expect to be led. You should expect to be led. Being led, I mean strongly, led consistently, led supernaturally. It's not for preachers only. It's not for those that have, you know, just cultivated this wonderful, deep, mature life of intercession. I mean the babiest of Christians born again in the cafe tonight can and should expect to accurately, supernaturally be led by the Spirit if they know what to look for. So you ought to get up every day expecting to be led, looking to be led. It's like Dr. Frank, you know, uh, if, you're, if you're constantly having accidents, you're not being led. If you're living from crisis to crisis, you're not being led. If your finances are the same today as they were three years ago, you're not being led. If your health is in the same condition, then you're not being sufficiently led. I like the way one preacher said this. He said, God authored it, talking about our redemption and everything that belongs to us. God authored it. Jesus paid for it. But it's the Holy Ghost that leads you individually into it. This is why so many are not enjoying in experience what God authored and what Jesus paid for. Because they think, well, because God authored it and because Jesus paid for it, it's just going to be. And it's not. You should know that by your experience. The Holy Ghost has got to lead. Notice it says, Psalm 23, He led me into these green paths. I didn't get there by accident. He led me beside the still waters. You got to, you know, if you want to walk by sides, you got to be led to those. He knows where they are. You got to be led there. You can't Google it and get there. Google Maps isn't going to get you there. It's going to take the Holy Ghost. If you want to, how many of you in here, you want to live and experience God's highest, God's best? The only way you can experience God's highest and best is to be led there. That's the only way. How many of you want to experience the fullness and the highest? And the best. The only way, the only way, how do people, how do Christians die on the vine in dead churches and they do that for 30 years? How's that happen? Failure to be led. Failure to be led. Oh, I'm just being faithful to the, no, you're not. You're, <laughs> you're not being led. Okay, Hallelujah. 
So, so much of the change and the promotion and the experience of all that we preach and teach to you around here is linked to you got to be led into it. Amen. And you can be. We're going to teach you how again. Amen. So in being led, we have this verse uh, in verse 16, just two verses down from verse 14. And Paul goes on by the Spirit and gives us the number one, the pri- not the only, but the primary way that the Spirit of God is going to lead you and me. And there's not a voice mentioned. It says He's going to bear witness with our spirits. Now notice it says, in this context, what is He bearing witness about? Many other translations are going to say, the Holy Spirit testifies to our spirit that we are children of God. Well, he's testifying that we are, in fact, a believer. So, Reverend Kamal, if, if I took... I know you're pretty developed spiritually and you're an evangelist, so give me three hours. Do you think in three hours I could talk you out of your salvation? I could talk you out of your confidence. I'm a pretty persuasive guy. You think I could? You don't think so? Come on, tell the truth. Don't be shy. No. I don't, you probably don't think there's anything I could say to make you doubt. How many of you are like that? Pastor, you take three hours, you're not going to make me doubt myself. I know I'm born again. I know I'm a child of God. Listen, how do you know? There's, there's a holy one in your spirit testifying constantly that you are. You are a child of God. You are born again. You are redeemed. This is where we get these, with these terms that, you know, uh, I don't know, I don't know, Pastor, but I just know. I just know that I know. I just know that I know that I'm forgiven. I know that I know I'm a child of God. I know that I know that my name is written in the Lamb. I know that I know that if I died tonight, I'm going to go to heaven. Well, how do you know? You know because the Holy Spirit in your spirit is bearing witness to that fact. Well, this same operation of the Holy Ghost is the primary way He's going to lead you about every other thing. It's not necessarily a voice. Let me run this this list down with you here. The Amplified of Romans 8.16, the phrase says, The Holy Spirit testifies, and I like this, gives us assurance. See, you have an assurance, that knowing that you're saved. Because the Holy Spirit is imparting that assurance. You know, if He withdrew that, you would panic like the house was on fire. If you looked inside and that assurance was not there. The only reason it's there is because He's constantly giving you that assurance. You think about the, you know, the biggest, the biggest mistake you ever made since you were a Christian. And sure, the devil's going to tell you, oh man, you're in trouble now. Oh man, you're... But even then, when you look inside, you have this assurance that you're still a child of God. 
So this assurance is a way, a primary way that he's going to say, ding, 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 I want you to do that. You have an assurance on the inside. The message translation says that the Spirit, I like this, touches our spirit and confirms. So see, he's in there and he just goes, and everything he is like peace and love and comfort. He just touches your spirit, right? I'm trying to give you language to describe what Paul's talking here as an inward witness. He bears witness inwardly with our spirits. The Moffat's translation says, it is the spirit testifying along with your spirit about a certain thing. The Phillips New, Transla- uh, New Testament. The Phillips New Testament. I'd never read this before. It really blessed me. The Spirit Himself endorses our inward conviction. Did you get that? So, in being led, often, this is how it works with me. You need to begin to think this way and recognize this because so many of you are... are receiving leadings that you're dismissing because you're listening for a voice. So many, so, so many of the big things I've done in life and ministry, I had an inward conviction. You know, I'm a person of strong convictions. I have strong political convictions. I try to stay quiet. My wife tries to rein me in. Sometimes I let myself go a little bit. Get in trouble most of the time. I'm a person of strong conviction about a lot of things. About what's right, about what's wrong, about how church ought to be done. You know, and I'm not, I'm just saying I'm a person of strong conviction. Well, see, I just learned I'm following my convictions. So many of the things I just cannot do. The reason I can't do it is because I would violate a strong conviction. Amen? So what happens is, is that your spirit, your born-again spirit will have a conviction. And then when it's really God and you want, He's wanting to lead you into that, He adds something to your conviction. He endorses it inside you through what we talked about before, a testifying in your spirit, a, a witness in your spirit, an impartation of His peace, right? A, a, a working of His assurance. So let me tell you about this daycare. That's a pretty big decision. Pretty big decision. I mean, it's life-changing for Miss Stacy and, and now every one of our employees that have left other jobs and, and, and joined on to this dream of mine that I concocted. <laughs> right? <laughs> and... Uh, Pretty important. We've the ministry. We've we've just already God's funded it. But I mean, we've we've poured tens of thousands of dollars in into getting that ready. And uh, I, listen, if you ask me, okay, tell me about the leading for that. Had to be strong. Had to be strong. No, it wasn't. I never had a dream. Dreams are fine because they can be from God. Telling. Uh, I didn't have a vision. I've not been one to be given to visions. I've had one open vision my whole life, and that was God helping a young college kid who was panicked who lost his work keys. That was the vision I had. And I was very glad about it. Not one gift of visions. 
I didn't hear a booming voice. Dr. Jacobs talks about angels walking in the room. You know, what are you here for? I'm here to help you in the service tonight. Well, wonderful. I believe that. That's not my experience. Never happened to me. I believe they're here even now helping me. But I don't see them. Haven't yet. You know what? You know how I had it in my heart. See, that's everybody like, seriously? I had it in my heart. I had it in my heart. And we said, well, Pastor, you've something this, this significant, you've had to spend three days fasting and prayer about it. No. I'm just going to tell off on myself. No, I haven't. Now, I have prayed about it. 20 minutes here, 30 minutes there, hour here, here a little, there a little. What do you think, Father? But I'm just telling you, I just had it in my heart. I had a conviction on the inside of me that it was right. And if it was wrong, the Holy Spirit would not endorse something that would damage the ministry. Is that right? The Holy Spirit would not endorse something that would harm or take away or do damage to the church. So if, if I'm following a conviction in my heart that is not in line with God's plan, He will not endorse it with that wonderful assurance. He will withdraw it. And if you're at all acquainted with God, if you have any fellowship with God at all, if He withdraws an assurance in some area, you will know it. I mean, if you're dating the wrong person and you're a believer who prays, I feel sorry for you because you're constantly fighting on the inside. Because he's not in, if He's not endorsing what you're doing... Hello? I've seen people leave this church, and I mean, I just, you know, and sometimes it worked out, worked out for them. They must have, the Holy Spirit must have gone ahead and endorsed that move. But in others, it's been disastrous. Well, see, they must have missed something on the inside. Well, I didn't hear a voice. Well, you, he doesn't speak in a voice most of the time. So I love this. The Phillips, the Phillips New Testament says the Spirit Himself endorses our inward conviction. I just follow my heart. Now, I, I, I haven't always, and I, I'm not near perfect at this, uh, but um, I would go, you know, Dr. Frame is on the planet was one of the premier, in my opinion, leading prophets in the land, at least in America. And I would say, Dad, here's this thing. What do you think I ought to do about that? D did he ever go glass-eyed on me? No. Do you ever say, you know what, I just saw an angel come up. He's going to give you the answer. No. He never even said, thus saith the Lord. Never. 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 Ten years following him, close, as a dad and a son. You know what he would say to me? He said, oh, son, what's in your heart? What is in your heart to do about that? You know what's in your heart. What's in your heart is right. Do what's in your heart. Okay. Now, see, some Christians couldn't be safe saying that because of the way they live their Christian lives. Their minds are so unrenewed. Their commitment to God is so shaky. Their fellowship with God is so uh, not good and not regular. They don't have the, uh, you know, the experience in the Word and the daily fellowship with God. And so for them to just follow whatever they think is in their heart, they're not safe doing that. You know how, if you, follow, if you say, well, pastor, I followed my heart and it was a disaster, 
the fruit tells me what was right. Is that right? You know, Dr. Dufresne said, I just schooled myself into being led by the Spirit. I didn't have anybody to teach me way back there in the 60s. He said, I would have a, a leading or a prompting or what I thought was a voice. And I followed that. And if I fell flat on my face, I go, I'm not listening to that voice anymore. He said, you know, you fall off the lettuce truck a few times. You, you learn not to fall off the lettuce truck. So if that thing that you're following never produces any good fruit, and you always lose money on that investment, that relationship's always terrible. Everything you get involved with falls apart. Stop listening to that little echo in your head, because that's not God. And you husbands need to be really good at this, because wives want to follow, they want to submit and follow a man, a husband... Who, who has a track record, sure you make mistakes, but a track record of leading your family into still waters and, you know, besides still waters and green pastures, not into disaster and bankruptcy and having to start over all the time. <laughs> oh, I could preach on that. The Spirit Himself endorses our inward conviction. Oh, praise God. Go to uh, Psalm, time's getting away. Going to minister to you in a few minutes. Psalm 37. Psalm 37, I'm not really going to wait for you. Psalm 37, verse 4 and 5, you know this verse. The Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord. See, this is a key. Don't skip this. The one who delights themselves in the Lord. They're glad to be a Christian. They're glad to serve God. They're glad to read their Bible. They're glad to go to church. They're glad to pray. They're glad to be a Christian. They're delighting in the Lord. Well, what does it say about that person? He shall give the one that delights in the Lord, the desires of their heart. It goes on and says, trust in the Lord, commit your way into Him, and He will bring it to pass. Amen. Well, so much, And it's not wrong to think of this the way most people do, that if I delight myself in the Lord, He's going to just bless me with what I want. But there's a deeper, more meaningful interpretation of that. And it's this, the word gives... Uh, has a meaning. It has a very general application of just give in a general way. But if you study it, I studied it in Dr. Strong's and Vine's uh, Dictionary of uh, Hebrew Words, and this word can mean God adds. Or God, I like this word, God assigns. God assigns. Uh, how about this one? He delivers. We had dominoes pull up in the driveway. They brought me something last night. Hallelujah, because I don't cook. <laughs> Mama worked late. I don't cook. Hallelujah. So you know, they brought me something. So notice it says, delight yourself also in the Lord, and He, let's say, he will add mm -hmm. desires to your heart. Mm -hmm. He will assign desires. Hello. Uh, another, Dr. Strong also says he will put. The word give can mean put. We're not desiring to, you know, go through all this rigmarole and state and paperwork and you have no idea about a daycare. Where'd that come from? Well, I just believe God put it there. He delivered a desire in my heart. Because I delight myself in the Lord. I want to do what he wants. Vine says to place. So delight yourself also in the Lord and God will place 
desires in your heart. But notice it's, these things are qualified. If you want to be one that follows your heart, you have to qualify yourself by being, you're not perfect, but you are genuinely and sincerely interested in the plan of God, in the Lord, in His will, His plan for your life. So what I wanted to say to you before we run out of time is pay attention to the stirrings of your heart. Don't dismiss what's in your heart while you look or listen for a voice. Because you're, you're, he's endeavoring to lead you, but you're expecting it to show up in a certain package, and it's not, and you're not moving. You could be frustrated, waiting on God to speak to you in a way that you've demanded, really, that He leads you, and miss the supernatural because you're expecting the spectacular. We've already got upwards of 20 kids in this daycare. I mean, if you're thinking in this church you want to put little Johnny in the daycare come fall, you better hurry up and get your place because we're running out. We're going to be at capacity. God is blessing. We've just seen miracles and God is blessing. And I know Stacy, she's really working, but you know, it's, overall it's light. It's easy. We have favor. We have favor. How did, you know, it's, it's, we're getting to meet these children and minister to these children and we're going to get to have interaction with these families that we wouldn't otherwise have. You know, as we get going, we're going to have the financial benefit back into this ministry that's, that's going to be there. And how did it all come? I, I, I investigated, I searched out, I followed a desire I had in my heart. So simple, so simple. What if, you know, so many, man, I don't know, you know, I don't know why I could be usher, usher. I don't, you know, I've ushered before. I don't know, usher, gosh, what I'd say. He's trying to talk to you. So, you know, we're going to run out of time. We've got to do this other thing, go home. But praise God, you know, uh, the, there's such mystery to the things of the Spirit. And you just have to have fun with it. You just have to learn. And you just, I wish, I have these thoughts too. Holy Ghost, why can't you just write it in the sky? Why can't you just make it plain? Why can't, why does there have to be this element of mis... God loves the hunt. You just got to understand something about Father. He loves the hunt. He loves it. He loves it. He wants to be sought. He will, he'll just touch your spirit with a little desire and see what you do with it. And see, you know, I can just tell you story after story after story, amen, of just what is in my heart. What is in my heart? I'm going to follow that. Because I'm sincere. I'm not perfect and I make many mistakes, but I'm sincere. And you're sincere. And so you should pay. And so sometimes, you know, Brother Chuck, just a name will come up. Just a name will float up. That's random. Hmm, just a name will show up. Pay attention to what shows up. Pay attention to what shows up. You know how I determine uh, in offerings what kind of offering to give? What's in my, what number's floating around in my heart? What, what number comes up in my heart? I just, in, just this year already, I could give you two or three instances where uh, the Lord led me to give out of our ministry account to bless a family in the church that had a need. And uh, 
right here, right here, Brother Joshua, had, during the corona deal, had just had a need come up. And uh, I just checked my heart. And there was just a number. For, and I could have done more. I could have done more. Maybe I should, should. I have done more? Now, the, the, just the carnal mind wants to say, it's always right to do more. No, it's always right to be led. Always right to be led. So I wrote the check out, and I always have this sort of this inward debate. Well, you know, maybe I should go a little down, or maybe I should pad that a little bit. But I have a number. I have a number. Where to get the number? I don't know. I just have a number floating around. And so I write the check for the number. And he gives me this testimony. Is this right? That it was the exact number that he needed. Without telling me the exact number. Now, see, that exact number is is a wonderful answer to prayer and confirmation. Now, overage would be great, but the exact number. Well, that's supernatural. That's a great blessing. How did that come about? It's so subtle, so simple, so easy. Just a number floating around in my heart. Then I have another one, another situation come up, and maybe the number's greater. Oh, you now you're being a respecter of persons. No, I'm not. I'm endeavoring to be led. And what am I looking for? I'm not looking for a dream. That's fine if he wants to give me one. But really, he hasn't had to do that kind of thing with me much because you're sensitive enough to just pick up on what's in your heart. Who's on your heart? Hallelujah. How many of you in here, you could say, you know what, if you paid attention to the stirrings of your heart, you could probably go back. PJ and I talked about this week. And, he's, and I, when we talked about this very principle, he said, he said, I had that there, and I acted on that, and it worked out. I said, see, you're being led more than you think you are. And he said, well, now here's another situation. I said, see? See, just something floating around your heart and you acted on it and it turned out it worked. It worked right. How many of you in here, you could if you're if you're processing, you could say. I can recognize some things where the Lord's endeavored to get some things over to me. If I would have just paid attention to the stirring of my heart. Come on. How many of you going to leave this place? You're going to pay attention more. Now, we didn't get to a lot of places tonight. I know some, most of you have a foundation, but you know, we need to define heart. I'm not talking about anything going on and up here. Right. I'm talking about the, what, you know, the, the wellspring of eternal life that Jesus talked about. And something will come to the surface and it'll just stay there. Two years that thing marinated in my heart. I didn't act on it immediately. Two years thinking about a daycare. Having a casual conversation with the Lord about daycare. And I just, I just started taking little steps. I said, you know what? I've got enough of this in me. I'm going to go up to Pastor Jay Eberly's because he's got a really rocking daycare. And I'm going to, and man, we had favor and things just moved. And, and we're, you know, and I, just, I just, you know, Keith Moore would have this phrase, check it out. Just check it out. What's in your heart? You know, don't commit yourself all the way maybe, but check it out. Sniff it out. Pray about it a little bit. Talk to God about it. Your business could be right there. Your healing, the manifestation of your healing could be in making a, a little adjustment in your heart. 
You need to keep coming, okay? Because we're going to talk a lot more about this kind of thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But we have something from the Holy Ghost tonight. How did I know that we should do this? It was just strong in my heart that I was to lay hands on anybody who wanted hands laid on them. Amen. Let's have our youth uh, and young people come first. Praise God. So youth and young people, you're going to camp tomorrow, going to have divine encounters, going to have good time. Hallelujah. Been working and raising money all year. Praise God. We're going to pray. We're going to lay hands on you. Glory to God. So just fan out here. You could just, yeah, wherever. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What is it that you need in your life right now? Glory to God. When I lay hands on you, I'm going to just be, unless God gives me something specific, I may just come along and say, be blessed, or I may come along and say, take that. But what is it that you need from God? You need strength. You need healing. You need to be filled with the Spirit. Don't wait till camp gets going to be filled with the Spirit. Go ahead and go, go into camp full of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. If you're needing, uh, having a struggle with something, let's believe God, young people, that that struggle ends tonight. Yeah, amen. That insecurity ends. That bad habit is broken in your life tonight. Amen. Amber, could you come help me on the keyboard? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. Faith, be blessed in the name of Jesus. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. Yeah, I receive that. In the name of Jesus. Grace for the next season. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. In, Brianna, receive that. In the name of Jesus. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Receive that. In the name of Jesus. Be blessed. Be filled. Be filled. Be filled if you need it. Be fresh. Be a fresh. Receive that in the name of Jesus. Be blessed. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. Be refreshed. Be refreshed. Receive that in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Be blessed. Mm -mm -mm. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Rex, be blessed in the name of Jesus. Be blessed. Emma, be blessed in the name of Jesus. Of Jesus, be blessed in the name of Jesus. Aha, mashtota makahi mostokohoshtehe mahala mangoshte ha ya mango. Be blessed, you in Jesus' mighty name. Hmm, mastongoshteke. Ooh, something from me. from my minister. Mangoshtekende angosto. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. Simple, be blessed. Mm, yeah. Masto e e masto shtika manda bibe sto. Ryan, be blessed in the name of Jesus. Elizabeth, be blessed in the name of Jesus. In Mato oshtehe mangashtiki e. Blessed. Blessed. Blessed in the name. In the name of Jesus. Ah, moshtaka mahali meshtiki mohostaha engeshti mangosto. Joe, be blessed in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Mashto debeshti. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. 
Be blessed, joy, be blessed in the name of Jesus. Something, something added for the next leg of the race. To keep it light and easy. Okay, okay. But how about everybody in these two sections over here? If you want me to lay hands on you, go ahead and make your way to the front. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, I, I'd actually wanted you, but you're doing great. Praise God. It's okay. You're fine. You got, you got good stuff in your hands. Praise the Lord. I want you to be bold. If you've never spoken in other tongues, whatever else you came for, you need to expect to speak out in other tongues. I want you to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Somebody got her? Mando minga basti de besto yeah speak it out mango robo stekele de bestaka baha praying out the future praying out the plan praying out the future praying out the plan ando so taking time taking time and you're walking around taking time in your alone time being quiet speaking in other tongues praying out the will praying out the plan ah musto be blessed in the name of Jesus in Jesus' name. You ever speak in tongues before? Yeah, there's a stirring down on the inside of your belly and it'll rise up and some funny, awkward little words will come up into your throat. And I'm going to lay my hands on you again and you just speak those out, okay? No? Well, look inside. Close your eyes. Focus inside. My stool. Father, I just thank you for the baptism with the Holy Ghost. I ask you to fill this young son of yours with your Holy Spirit. Come upon him in power in the mighty name of Jesus. And I thank you. I thank you that he's filled with the Holy Ghost. There you go, right there. Speak that out. That's it. That's it. Living close to the Father. Living close to God for great things he has for you. Praise the Lord. Teresa, receive that in the name of Jesus. Now, now that mantle of wisdom you've walked in at the school, that mantle increases in anointing and power by 30% tonight. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Kevin, give me your hands. Be blessed. Blessed are the work of these hands. Blessed are the work of these hands. Oh, Kevin, something about desires. Something floating around in your heart. Investigate it. Pay attention. Oh, because there's something in your heart. Been there a while. Been there a while, but you know the busyness, the demands of life keep you from pursuing things. But, but focus. Make time. Take time. Write them down. What's, what are the stirrings of your heart? God gave them to you. God gave them to you. And as you pursue them, He'll unfold. The plan will unfold. The steps to be taken shall be revealed. 
and you shall be blessed far beyond what you've walked in before or even imagined you ever could in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Mandohushtaka be blessed in the name of Jesus, Brandon. Mashtodrapabati de Beshtangabako. Peggy be blessed in the name of Jesus. Sabashtodrabat a refreshing of the physical being. Rombostokoshtadaye. Mangosto babashtiki de bakorobo. Something from me in the area of the gifts of the Spirit. Talk to the Father. You got something out of me tonight in the area of the gifts of the Spirit. <laughs> be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed in Jesus' name. I don't know if there's ever been Anything stirring in your heart about some new branch, some new part, some new aspect of business. But you had it in your mind, well, I'm older now. Really would like to slow down. But there's a way. If I'm right, there's something in there stirring. It'd be a great, great blessing financially. And you don't have to work your finger to the bone. There's a way to do it. There's a way to do it. And if I missed it, just throw it away. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. Be blessed. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. And you have spoken. Spoken by the Spirit. Ha! Spoken by the Spirit in a timely way. Spoken by the Spirit in a bold way. But now that boldness is increasing. And the frequency of that which you'll be given to speak shall increase. Yea, from this night. And so be bold. Be bold in personal settings. Be bold in prayer times. Be bold in congregational settings as you're submitted to your man of God. For I've touched your lips in a new way, saith the Lord, and you shall speak, and your belly shall burn with a new fire. And the word of the Lord shall flow forth, and it shall affect things not only in the natural, but in the spirit. In the name of Jesus, be blessed. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Brother Lon, be blessed in the name of Jesus. Thank you for a touch. Thank you for a touch. A touch. An experience. An experience with the Father. Oh, thank you, Jesus. A touch, a touch, a touch from heaven. A touch that will affect the body, affect the mind, affect the soul. Bring a refreshing. Glory to God in the name of Jesus. Be blessed. Receive that. Take that. Take that. Be blessed. Receive that, Cynthia. Take that. Take that. Take that. Take that. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, don't set aside. Don't set aside any of the stirrings of your heart. Oh, they're there for a reason. They're precious. Precious. But nurture them, nurture them, seek them out, investigate them. Ha <laughs> oh, running faster, running further. In the things of the Spirit. Oh, glory to God. You're a mother in the faith and we need you. We need you. We need you and Wayne, praise God. We need you and Wayne. Ha <laughs> ha. To bring your supply. And you are and you have and you will. Mary, be blessed. Receive that in the name of Jesus. Whatever it is you need from me. 
be blessed in the name of Jesus. Mando hoste keda ando boste te. Yeah, yeah, delighting yourself in the Father. Delighting yourself as His daughter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and you'll go, where's that desire? Where's that desire? That's not me. Oh, no, it's not. It's from Him. <laughs> it's from Him. You'll follow it. You'll follow it into sweet victory. You'll follow it into green pastures. You'll follow it into still waters. You'll be so glad you did. In Jesus' name. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. Oh, shtapatie de beshtikite. Hand me your hands, Brother Richard. Yeah, mushtakabati. Now there's, a, there's something from my healing ministry. And you're to take it and to lay your hands upon your wife and boldly curse that thing that has come upon her and rebuke it. And that anointing will flow out. Go into her body and do a work and finish that which has already begun. It's not worse, it's much better, but God's going to accelerate and complete that which has begun in Betty's body in the name of Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. And I bind that thing that has hindered you. Oh, that thing that has dogged your tracks. That thing that you've desired so sincerely to be rid of, to be no more in your life. I call that broken in your life right now in the name of Jesus. Ha! Now you're running. Now you're running unencumbered. Ha! Oh, you'll leave this place and it'll be lighter, lighter, lighter. You've been oh, seeming like swimming in the bottom of the pool, weighed down with weights, 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 trying so hard. But now, now you're floating. Now you're moving. Glory, glory. Now you're moving in a new way. You're blessed in Jesus' name. Blessed in Jesus' name. Glory be blessed in Jesus' name. Receive that. Receive that. Penny, receive that in the name of Jesus. I call you blessed. Blessed. That which you would need, take it. Oh, glory to God, a faithful servant. Father, let her have anything she needs. Praise God from me. Let her have it. Praise God. Receive that in the name of Jesus. Grace for the next leg of the race. Tamir, receive that in the name of Jesus. Victorious. Oh, an example to many. If they would just look at you, other single moms, if they just look at you, you could tell them of all that God has done, all that God is doing, and all that God would do in their life. Oh, because a woman of faith wouldn't quit. Oh, I thank you, Father, for anything she needs out of me tonight. Praise God. So that she would never quit. That oh. she goes all the way to the end, that which you have for her. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. That word given to you at Jackson Street about a paymaster. You're at the door. You're at the door. You're at the door. Much time has passed, but you're at the door. And it's still alive. And it's still true. And it's still just as much as part of the plan as it ever was from the day it was first uttered. And so, Father, 
Since then, God, you've talked about an anointing to prosper on my wife and I. Father, let David receive a fresh impartation of that in the name of Jesus to do and be all that you've called him to do and be in this area. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Okay, anybody else that I've not ministered to that wants... Wants me to. Praise the Lord. Mom, talking about Cheryl Terry. Glory to God. It's an impartation coming to you tonight for the word of knowledge. And yes, even the word of wisdom that these gifts you've operated in in times past with much fruit, much effectiveness, but there's an increase of that anointing and that unction coming tonight to you, Mom. Ha, ha, ha. The spirit of seeing and knowing increasing on you and in you tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Oh, oh, great increase coming in the realm of finance. Great increase coming in the realm of that which you're involved with. Ha, yeah. He'll give you the wisdom about how to do it. Expansion. More. Increase. Glory to God. Prosperity. You and your husband. How sweet, how sweet it is. Because you've been faithful. You've been faithful. God has counted you faithful. And now the much, now the more is coming. And it's going to come. And people will say, well, I've known them. I've known them. Could this be them? How did they get to that level? How did they get there? <laughs> Glory, faithfulness got you there. The grace of God got you there. Oh, you've got a break. You've had a break. You've had a break. But you better be rested because it's time to run. Time to run with a tent. Time to run with crusades. <laughs> and great shall be the fruit. Great shall be the fruit. Amen. Hallelujah. And you'll have a great part <laughs> in the crusades, in the tent. <laughs> Blessed, 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 blessed. Kathy, be blessed in the name of Jesus. Fresh touch, a fresh touch from heaven. Walking in such glory, walking in such love, walking in such a presence of God. Oh, shall be tangible upon you. Others are going to begin to react to it out in the community. <laughs> 
Walking in such glory, walking in such love, walking in such peace, walking in such joy. <laughs> Contagious it shall be. <laughs> so just enjoy that. <laughs> be blessed in the name of Jesus, Sister Christine. Be blessed. Receive that. Receive that. Mando go boste kede biando go basta. Be blessed. Mando go boste kede ete bestike. Oh, ha ha. Mando go bote. Father, thank you for the reward. Thank you for the reward for all the years of sowing, all the years of prayer, all the years of serving. Thank you, Father, for the fullness of the reward. Mando go boste kede ando boto. We thank you, Father, for your help. We thank you for your. Uh, favor and your assistance that you'll surround her with help oh she'll walk and it shall be light and it shall be easy strength spiritual strength for you are strong but now you're stronger <laughs> Mango, and you can take now what you couldn't take before. Oh, ha, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Ha, impartation. No more overwhelmed. No more overwhelmed. No more overwhelmed. But a lightness. A lightness. A lightness. A lightness. I rebuke all heaviness. I thank you for a lightness. Rombo stoko bastine mengi kabato tabanga da besti da bako roboste ke be blessed, 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 blessed. Mandogo stapataye be blessed. Be blessed, Andy, be blessed. Mandogo stapata pastiki di begoboste mendigi tabato sapatande. Oh sakashti tidi biki fierceness, fierceness. A fierceness in the spirit. A warrior in spirit. Mandongos tabashtige. A harvester. <laughs> a harvester. Glory to God. Bakushtanga bohod rebeshtinde. Oh, the heaviness you'll feel in the days ahead is not a heaviness. Uh, no, it's a heaviness of glory. It's a heaviness of anointing. <laughs> and you'll carry it with you. Glory to God. And great shall be the effect of it. Great shall be the effect of it. You've made a turn in your life. You've made a turn in your life. And things that have been will never be again. Never be in lack again. Oh, no, no. Those days are gone. <laughs> Oh, be blessed in the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah, things will change. Things will change. Just a different season. But it's good. And there's grace. Grace for the next season. Oh, yeah, a wonderful lightness coming upon you in the name of Jesus. Be blessed, Alice. Receive that. Receive that. Janine, receive that. Great shall be the harvest. Great shall be the harvest. Uh, of all that you have sown. For the angels are at work. 
causing doors to come, causing opportunities that you never dreamed could come about, but they're coming about because of what you've sown. You're sowing in the spirit. Your sowing of finances demands a response and heaven has responded. And oh, if you could see, if you could just have your eye open, the activity in the realm of the spirit that's in response to the sowing, to the sowing. Ha <laughs> oh, but it'll spring forth and all will see and know. Ha <laughs> ha. For the harvest is coming. Ah, oh, praise God, praise God. Share it. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. Blessed are these hands. Blessed are these hands. Yeah, blessed are these hands. No more dismissing the stirrings of the heart. But but with a new focus, paying attention and investigating and following it. Oh, how you'll amazed how things will work. Like magic. Why just so just work like magic? Ha <laughs> ha. Glory. Yeah, yeah. Would have all the time. Blessed, blessed, blessed. Be blessed, sweetie. Be blessed. Jesus loves you. Christy, be blessed in the name of Jesus. Glory to God, a carrier of Jesus' wonderful power, His anointing. Glory to God, taking and distributing where you go, people that you meet. Ah, affecting things with your prayers and your words. Greater than you know is the effect and will be the effect as you pray and speak and witness. Hallelujah. Mastoda bastede. Rombo stekete. Yeah. And having severe, I mean severe pain in my legs at night when I go to bed. Okay. Amen. Not so much during the day, but at night. And yeah. it hinders my sleep. I don't sleep. Yeah. Father, I thank you. You're such a wonderful healer. We thank you for that wonderful healing virtue. And as I lay hands on mom in the name of Jesus, I curse that at the root, at the source, whatever that is. And I command it to go. Any blood clots to be dissolved right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you for a free, wonderful flow of circulation all the way down to the ends of her toes. I thank you, Father, for blessing all the nerves, the muscles, the ligaments, the tendons, the bones. And I thank you that from the top of the head to the soles of the feet, she's well. She's whole. She's healed in the name of Jesus. I thank you tonight. Her action of faith will be to lie down with full expectancy. Ha, ha, ha. That as she lies down on her bed, her sleep shall be sweet. And it shall be in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Be healed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Coventry, be blessed in the name of Jesus. Such a sweet, humble spirit. So precious. In the eyes of Jesus, always keep it. Always keep it. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Miss Nikki, could I just have your hands? Oh, Father, I thank you. Let there be no anxiety about pressing on, about moving on, 
because you know that means leaving some behind. There'll still be measures of relationship. There'll still be measures of fellowship to enjoy. But don't, not that you have, but don't entertain the thought even for a minute of not moving aggressively forward in the things of the Spirit out of concern of leaving anyone behind. Because as you go forward, you'll have greater influence in the things of the Spirit to help those who are not as far along as you. And God will ignite a fire in some, and yes, some will not move ahead, but you just move right on ahead. For the time is short, and God has great and mighty things for you to have and to experience and to do and to be used in in these last days. In the name of Jesus. I don't know if that fits. If it doesn't, just throw it away. But if it does, amen. Brother Tony, come on out here. Hallelujah. Just maintain, saith the Lord. Son, that humble spirit you have before me. But just know things are not staying the same. Things are not staying the same. But, but yeah, yeah. But there's, there's much much work to be done, much to do in the kingdom. And you shall have your part, and none shall be lost in Jesus' name. Be blessed. Be blessed. And you just lead your family on, forward and deeper. And they'll keep pace with you. Your family's going to keep pace with you because they're just as hungry as you are. You're going to move forward into greater places, in deeper things, greater measures of power and anointing than you ever thought possible. And they're all coming with you. <laughs> how sweet it is. How sweet it will be. So press, press. Press and set the pace for they're ready to run with you all the way. <laughs> so Father, anything that he might need from me as his pastor, let him receive it in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. ha. <laughs> Glory to God. Love you. Praise God. Did I get you? Okay. Oh, we still got more to come? Glory to God. We're having fun tonight, aren't we? Hi, sweetie. This is one of my kids. Father, be blessed. I just thank you that you bless her father. I just saw those wonderful words in the Gospels. Suffer the little children to come unto me. Jesus put his hands on them. He blessed them. They're marked. God, I thank you. This child is marked out for you. ha. <laughs> Going to do great things for you. Going to be used mightily for you. And I thank you, Father. No weapon formed against her shall prosper. Hey, sweetie. You come here a minute. You like that? Yeah, well, praise God. Can I have your hand? Father, thank you for blessing these hands. Thank you for marking out this child. Glory to God. Thank you for your wonderful anointing that rests upon her that the glory of God shall even be seen upon her face. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the anointing. Thank you for the plan of God. She shall walk out the plan of God all the way to the end. And no weapon formed against her shall prosper. For the hand of the Lord is on her for good. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Oh, there's, there's no being behind. There's no being behind because of what you and your husband have done for your parents. 
It's a season. And it's an honorable season. No, but there's grace on you. Grace on you to keep pace. Grace on you and Ken to continue to run your race in time. Nothing is lost. Nothing shall be lost. But all, ha, 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 and the more, the more the reward for the honor. Rombo <laughs> Oh, heaven has watched and he has taken note. Praise God. And all that you and your husband have in your hearts in time will surely in full come to pass. It'll come to pass in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You know, one of the sweetest prophecies I ever got from doctor was he said heaven is so pleased with you and your wife in building that building while raising those children what you've done with those children and it was just one of the, it's just one of the precious prophecies I ever got because heaven took note of the time we took when our kids were small to not just be out running gallivanting around trying to advance our ministry but to do what we need to do to invest in the kids in that season. And you just similarly, I think that God's talking to you about that. Amen. Hallelujah. You're blessed. Love you. Praise God. And you be blessed in the name of that which you might need or want even from me. Praise God. Ha, ha. Let her have it, Father. Like a watchman. You're a watchman in the Spirit over your family, not just Scott, the boys, but your extended family. God's assigning that to you. If they're on the family line, if they're on the family tree, you're a watchman in the Spirit for them, and God will bless them for your sake. God will bless them for your faith. God will bless them for your prayer. So be diligent, be faithful, and pay attention to those stirrings of the heart regarding your family. Because... God's going to use you in prayer and faith to bless them. Hallelujah. Praise God. Right where you need to be right where you need to be, in the leg of the race, in the pace of the race. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, throw off any frustration because you're right on pace, right on time. <laughs> and the supply is sure for every need. Ha, mandongo, papashti, ha, mango, tetetemoshtakabayi. Yeah. Yeah, follow, follow your heart. Follow your heart. What Dr. Dufresne said to me, I'm saying to you, you know what's in your heart. <laughs> what's in your heart is right. Praise God. Follow what's in your heart. Glory to God. Oh, Father, every day, every day getting closer, every day getting closer to the pastoral office, every day getting closer. Father, anything that he could have out of my mantle right now for that, let him have it in Jesus' mighty name. Rumbatakashti, rumbastapata, 
rombo stokote, ningo robo ste, manga batake, rombo tongo sti, nongo bosteke. Oh, trusting in the grace, trusting in the power of the office, that when it comes and when it begins to function, so I, you know, I, I'm just me. I, I'm just Paul. Oh, no, but you've never been Paul with that office functioning. And you'll marvel. You'll marvel at the function of that office. <laughs> It'll be a work of grace in you. And you'll give God all the glory. So don't, don't, not that you are, but just don't doubt. Don't doubt the call. Don't doubt the call. Don't doubt your ability because your ability doesn't have anything to do with it. It's my ability in you that's going to make it work. Praise God. Amen. 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 Mashtura babastike mendago osopo rambati mendege. Yeah, whatever else that he came for tonight, let him have a measure huh, of that anointing to prosper that's on my wife and I. An impartation of that tonight. Mashtura bebebe stike. Thank you for the favor of God. Thank you for open doors. Mengo bo. Thank you for a turn. A turn in that realm. Glory to God. Mando go shtekede. Oh, rambato to shtekede. And it won't be a turn that leads back into a circle of the same old, same old, same old, same old. No, it's a turn into a new area and a new place with new sights and new scenes. Namongo shtepede. Going to a brand new place, walking in a brand new way. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Ando go shtapande. Rambo kote kene, lambango de beste, same thing. Mandongo sta bande geshti, kina mango roboste kete este. Ando all faith and trust in the office. Let the office, let the office develop, let the office, yeah, work. It'll do its deal. It knows what to do. Mando boste kete e, mando oste pede e. Ah, mango. Yeah, take that which you've heard tonight, that which you even know about this subject, and just be sure to apply it. Following your heart. Following your heart. Following your heart. For your heart is right. It'll lead you to the right place. Amen. 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 Be blessed. Be blessed. Brett, be blessed in the name of Jesus. Rumbasta. God, I'm relying on this man more and more and more. More and more and more. And as I do, he's showing himself to be up to the task. And I just so thank you for an impartation of anything that he would need from me to continue to be blessed and to thrive and to prosper. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Sure love you, sir. Hallelujah. Oh, you want yours? <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, then. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Masto rapatinge be stambango robostehe. Mango toposti inga manguna mandehe. Mango teba. There's some things to say. There's some things to speak that are inspired and birthed by the Holy Ghost. Speak those things in that time. Speak those things to your children when it's time. Rondo bosteke. Whether they receive it or not, it's not up to you. What's up to you? What's up to you? What matters to you is that you do what I tell you to do, saith the Lord, and that you say what I tell you to say. And when I tell you to say it, and then you just leave it there. You just leave it there, and those words will do their work. And they'll either respond to it or they won't, but you just go on with your good self. Because <laughs> you have an anointed ha, lips to speak. 
and to witness. And the anointing meets boldness. So the bolder you are, the more, the more anointing you'll have on your words. So be bold to speak when you sense that stirring on the inside. And then just leave it there. Just leave it there. Uh-huh. Amen? Amen. 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 Praise God. Well, stand up on your feet tonight. Glory to God. Father, for my congregation that's not with us, God, whatever would be right, whatever would be your will that they need, that they could receive, I release it by faith to them. Glory to God in the name of Jesus. Healing to be filled with the Holy Ghost, to be strengthened. Whatever it is that they need, Father, to be delivered, to be rescued, to be set free, let them, let them have that tonight. I thank you for it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I'm glad I came to church tonight. Yeah, I'm glad I came to church tonight. So, well, listen, thank you for hanging with me tonight, not apologizing about the hour. That's the will of God. And, but we are going to dismiss you right now to go home. We love you. Be blessed. Prayer in the morning, 9 o'clock, if you can make it. If not, we'll see everybody on Sunday. Except the campers. Amen. Thank you, Father.